You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today I'm talking about all-in-one digital community building platforms. Do you want to start an online group or membership, but you aren't sure where to start? Are you sick of Facebook groups and you want something independent and more personal, where your page can't be shut down and taken away from you? Are you trying to work out payment systems, landing pages, booking software, and all of the other things that go with online businesses, but you aren't sure how they all work and how they connect to each other, then this episode is for you. I'm going to take you on a tour through two of the latest low-cost, all-in-one platforms that you can use to build and host a connected, engaged community, promote events, book appointments, and even sell services through without the noise and ads and without the risk of your precious data being shut down and taken away from you. Now, you might be wondering, do I need a community? Well, I'd prompt you to think about how connected you feel to somebody in an email list that you're in. Chances are you read their email once a week or a fortnight and you learn something from them and you think, oh, that's kind of cool. But it's very different than having a live interactive group or an online interactive group where you're able to go regularly and connect. The relationship is built in a group much quicker and there's much more trust built in that environment, I believe, anyway. And it then harks back to what is it about groups that builds that relationship? You see, at the tribal level, humans want to be part of a group because we have this innate innate need to belong. In the past, we lived in large tribes for our whole lives. And these days, our tribe is often our immediate family it might be one other person it's much smaller than it used to be especially these days where people are working from home more or they've moved away to the country they're feeling more isolated and disconnected and so we've seen this trend of people seeking connection in the online space simply to meet this basic and primal need to be part of something and to belong being part of a group helps to give you a sense of self and identity and of common purpose and support A group of like-minded people gives us protection from others who challenge us and it helps us to avoid loneliness. And as that collective group, we share ideas, gain new perspectives and build confidence and strength with the backing of those who support us, champion us and believe in us. And this gives us happiness and emotional resilience. So that's why humans want to be part of groups or communities. So if I ask you, Why do businesses need communities? Maybe it's fairly obvious to you. If you think about niching, smart businesses target a niche because it's easy to be specific about who you help and how, and therefore it's easy for the right people to relate to you and buy from you. Think about it this way. Let's say you see a a business that advertises that they're going to help you with your health versus a business that says, I'm going to help you to combat type 2 diabetes. One is a lot more specific and easy to buy if you have that problem. When you hear about health, you think, well, what is that? Does that apply to me? Is that relevant? What part of health? It's kind of vague and unclear. And so you're more likely to steer away from it simply because you don't understand what they're helping you with specifically. So that's niching, and I'll talk about more that more in a future episode. But 
Coming back to communities, I see them as a great way to bring your niche clients together into a place where they can support and connect with each other, where you can learn about what they want and where you can have more intimate conversations with them to build trust and relationship and also offer them value, both free and paid. Imagine how you'd feel being in a community that's free but allows you to just connect with like-minded people to help you solve a specific problem. It totally makes sense for businesses to leverage this intrinsic human need and to build a community of like-minded people who come together for a common purpose. So with that said, let's look at some platforms where you can build a community that aren't Facebook and where you can bring in all of these other elements you need to build an online business. I'm going to talk to you about two platforms that you might like to explore. And I say that because I've been involved in both of them and I have my own preferences for how things look and how I use certain tools. I've tried lots of different softwares and some of them just don't make sense to me. They're not intuitive to use. My learning style is going to be different from yours. So I'm going to recommend that you take up a free trial of any software, not just the ones I'm talking about today before you commit. Don't just take recommendations, try them out and experience them for yourself and see how you like them. If you don't like them or if you, if you find them difficult, you probably won't stick with using them. So some of the common features on these two platforms I'll be talking about include spaces or topics where you can have threads on specific topics, uh, increasing amounts of storage with the more expensive plans, a group chat function, the ability to post, uh, members have their own profiles, and you can integrate them with other software. But more than that, these platforms and others that are appearing are starting to offer more value and more features so that you don't have to have those multiple systems running at once. For example, right now you might be using an email program like MailChimp or Gmail to send things out to your email list. Some of these platforms that I'm talking about have built-in email, which saves you having to have a separate thing. Or similarly, you might be thinking about building a website, and we know that that's going to cost you at least 600 Aussie dollars to get started. Um, or maybe to set up some booking software, which again will have an annual subscription cost. Some of those new community platforms that I'll be talking about have features that allow your members to book and pay or will have an inbuilt website-like presence, so you may not need to invest money in those things. So when you're looking at these options and their pricing, uh, when you're doing any trials, consider the sorts of features that you want and see if the platform has them. It could save you money and give you this all-in-one solution rather than multiple subscriptions to multiple different softwares and then trying to get them to relate to each other. As I mentioned before, I definitely suggest that you sign up for free trials and set aside at least three hours initially to explore and learn the platform. And then every couple of days, log in again and try something different. It's really important in your two-week trial that you schedule time to do that over a period of days so you become really familiar. And perhaps you want to watch some YouTube clips about how those platforms work or how to do things and check the, the ratings that users have left uh, and maybe look at other examples of people who've been successful. So you get a really good picture of how they work and what they're about before you decide to sign up. And that way, if you don't like the layout or the features or the look and feel, then you'll be able to find something that suits you better. In other words, 
try before you buy. The first one I want to talk about is called Mighty Networks. And they say the platform is about building communities, courses and memberships. So Mighty Networks is a platform that helps you to build an independent online community or business. And it was founded by entrepreneurs who wanted to offer a framework for people to build their own social networks and run businesses from them. So it's like being the owner of your own mini Facebook in a way. Mighty Networks has three plan options. The community option, and that includes a website plus the options to have live streams and videos, plus chats, Zoom integration, and to sell paid memberships. The next, I think that's about 33 US dollars a month. You'd have to check me on that as to the current pricing. The business plan is more expensive and it includes online course options that you can buy, live course creation and analytics. And then the Mighty Pro plan gives you more advanced features, including your own app being listed in the Apple app or Google Play stores, better account management and support for you as the business owner. The value proposition of Mighty Networks is that you own your members as opposed to the platform owning your members like Facebook does. You invest in the community, not an audience, and you build your own network effect, not just creating content on a conveyor belt. Their basic plan, which is the community plan, includes a website, a community function with the live streaming and video, chat, messaging. You get your own app with that. You can have unlimited members. You can integrate event bookings and Zoom from, they're on separate platforms. So there's a thing you can use to integrate that into your um, Mighty Networks community. And that option to offer paid memberships. Community messaging is available, so you can, just like a Facebook chat, I suppose, you can talk to other members, but there is no native email built in, so you'd need to run that separately. Otherwise, you can use a program called Zapier. That has a small cost per transaction, but it helps you to integrate Mighty Networks with MailChimp, ConvertKit, and other programs like that. So the basic community plan is fairly affordable, and it allows you to operate basically your own mini Facebook group, including taking payments. Now I've used Mighty Networks to do a pilot test group. I found it really easy to navigate with plenty of helpful tips built into the platform and hints delivered along the way in the trial. So for example, when I was going to create a post, it would have a little blurb there talking about how to do the post and do it effectively, but just in a couple of lines. It had the option to create articles, which are like blog posts, and it had some guidelines on how to do that. So it was really helpful. Um, when I used Mighty Networks, it didn't have the live streaming option yet, and they've slightly rearranged the way that they offer the, the different levels of pricing. However, I think it's a great option, and the app works really well. You get notifications when people post and comment, and it's really quite easy to engage with. The second one I want to talk about is Circle, and they promote themselves as the all-in-one community platform for creators and brands. Now, I first learned about Circle through a community that I was in that was in Mighty Networks, and they migrated from there across to Circle. The look and feel of Circle is really similar to Mighty Networks, and the pricing is similar. But the features that are available at each pricing level are slightly different. 
So you remember in Mighty Networks, I said the basic plan basically has a website frontage and it works a bit like Facebook. Well, Circle's basic plan is slightly different. It doesn't have the video live streaming option in that level, for example. Circle's three plans are basic, which is really a simple community with the essential features. Their professional level, which is the next one up, includes live stream and video, and it has higher usage limits. And the enterprise version includes a concierge and a dedicated support team. So it would be like having a VA built in. Their basic plan includes a community function, an IOS app, and chat and messaging, unlimited events, and up to a 1,000 members. So remember, Mighty Networks, the basic plan had no limit on the members. If you go to Circle, the lowest plan has a limit of a 1,000 members. Higher paid options in Circle is where you get access to live streaming and video functions and advanced analytics. Also, you can op offer tiers of membership in Circle and gated access to paid or VIP groups or content. So that means that everyone's in the community and they can see that there are other VIP options or things to buy, but they can't access them unless they pay for them. You can also offer a range of member subscription options, including free trials and upsells. So that means people can try for two weeks before they decide to buy your membership. And then you can upsell them, hey, while you're here, buy my ebook that goes with it. So that's what the upsell is. The circle group that I'm in loves using the platform. They think it's easier to use and seamless. I don't have enough experience yet to have a full feel for it, but I'm going to be diving into it in the next couple of months. And perhaps I'll come back to you then with some more insights into the use of circle. But these are two I recommend you check out because they have some inbuilt things that might save you some money and help you to build an online group quickly and easily and for low cost. So to summarise today, we talked initially about the innate human need to belong and how you can leverage that to build a community of niche clients around your business and build and maintain a relationship based in trust, purpose and aligned values. To make that happen, you can go to Facebook and set up a group or LinkedIn and set up a group. But today I talked to you briefly about two new so-called all-in-one platforms that are great alternatives because they allow you to create content and host and own your own community, app and membership service and offerings. So if you're interested in creating an online community around your business, I recommend you set aside a couple of hours to trial each platform Look at the features and functions and see if either of these would suit your needs. I'm sure that there will be more platforms like this emerging in the coming months as the whole big tech infrastructure is starting to break down and cross-pollinate. So let's see what else happens. But I'd love to know if you have feedback on either of these. Do you like them? Do you not like them? Are there features that you wish they had? Leave a comment on this episode for the benefit of others. And while you're here, if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with others and like and subscribe on Apple or any other platform that you're listening. For now, thanks for being here and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.